Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We come to you on Crown Corner as we get you ready for this weekend's matchup against Atlanta. Also, maybe a little bit of a recap of what's going on uh, throughout the club after what happened last weekend uh, with the victory over NYCFC and what happened on Tuesday night, U.S. Open Cup victory over Orlando. Man who featured heavily in that Open Cup tie is our special guest for our bonus interview, Chris Hagard, someone who we've talked to a little bit over the course of the last couple of years. And uh, Chris, so much, uh, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate it, especially after uh, putting in a pretty good shift last night. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, it was uh, it was a good game last night, and most importantly, we got two wins in a row going right now. So hopefully, we can keep the momentum going. Your head coach said last night that that win kind of personified the grittiness he wanted to see from his team. How, how critical was it for you guys? I mean, obviously critical that you would stay in the tournament, but how much did you guys feel like you just kind of gritted out that result the way that you did last night? Yeah, I mean, I think the the last two games, uh, the main topic has been just working hard for the team and everyone doing their job and being gritty and fighting for every ball. And I think last night you saw it from everyone. Um, the guys that started, the guys that came in off the bench, everyone was fighting. Um, we're playing for the team. We're playing for the badge on the shirt. And I think we've been uh, been fighting hard the last two games, and it's shown in the results. And we've all been working really hard for each other. So I think it's been good. And like I said, hopefully we can go into Atlanta and, and keep that same mentality. They always say that the goal is the biggest momentum changer when it comes to the way a game is played. And I think I've noticed something. Ever since that first goal against New York on Saturday, there's been that energy, there's been that love, there's been that uh, stick-to-itiveness and that togetherness. Uh, how much do you feel like that early goal from Enzo really catalyzed this whole team? Because it's really kind of been a snowball rolling down the hill since then. Yeah, I think it was important, um, especially, you know, for Enzo to get on the score sheet since he hadn't scored for a few games and it's kind of clicking him back into form and he's been playing really good. Um, so I'm happy that he got the goal. But yeah, I think I think just as a team, you know, um, getting that early goal versus NYCFC kind of clicked us into give us the confidence at home and got the fans going and got the fans behind us. So I honestly think since that moment, we've just been playing really well. And then last night we played well again. I think we had chances in the first half we could have been up. Um, but overall, I think you're starting to kind of see like what we're about, the way we play. And I think we're really starting to gel and click as a team and as a group. So uh, I'm excited to, to see kind of what's next and for us to keep going game by game and get better there, every game. There's yeah. a lot of matchups that have been going on over the course of the last couple of weeks. And there'll be more as they go court over the course of the next couple of weeks. There's a, a big stack of matches, Open Cup midweek matches in MLS play that obviously means that it's very much all hands on deck in terms of where you sit obviously it's somebody who has featured in the team and, and features heavily as well uh, in some of these midweek contests how have you kind of seen that as a motivator going forward because this could be a situation where you're called upon pretty heavily yeah like you said I think uh, you know there's going to be a lot of games coming up and for me, it's just about being ready whenever the team needs me. Um, if that's to play off the bench or to start the game, you know, I'll be ready. But I think it's good, you know, for for the whole team, you know, because a lot of guys are going to get their names called. And I think as a team, we all count on each other and we all trust each other. So we have a lot of depth. And 
if your number's called, you're ready to go. But like I said, like last night, you saw Hamdi come into the team, me and Ben, and, you know, we were confident, we played strong, and we're ready. So hopefully, uh, I mean, the uh, coach can count on us, and uh, our teammates can count on us, so we're ready to go. But I think just as a whole, you can see the unity of the team, and everyone's going to work for each other, and everyone trusts each other, so it'll be good. I know you didn't feature necessarily in the matchup in Atlanta last year, but that is probably the, the atmosphere that most compares to what you guys see every home game at Bank of America Stadium because it isn't an NFL building. Uh, they put the fans big in there, and uh, and the atmosphere gets very, very loud. But from that standpoint, I feel like you guys acquitted yourself as a team very well there despite the result. Uh, what have the guys been saying about this upcoming contest this week, knowing it's a rivalry and knowing that it's an opportunity uh, for a little bit of a measure of revenge after what happened in the home match earlier this season? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I think, you know, we go game by game. So we were we were just focused on um, Orlando last night and we got that win. And so now the, the, the full focus shifts towards Atlanta. But like you said, Atlanta came to our place and uh, and, and beat us 3-0. So... I think for us, there's extra motivation to go there and get a result and, you know, show everyone that that was a fluke and um, go in and implement our game. But like you said, it'll, it'll be a pretty cool game because they play in uh, the Bend Stadium and there'll be a lot of people there and it's a huge rivalry for us. So it's a great opportunity for us to go in there and put our foot down and show show this league what we're about and and how much better we've become since the third game of the season, I think it was. So, yeah. Contrasting that from what you saw last night with the games at the Plex, and I've, I've always loved the smaller venues when it comes to these Open Cup contests. Uh, it is a more intimate game. The fans get to be closer. Uh, I loved seeing uh, you guys signing autographs for the guys out there on the Legacy Lawn. Uh, it's something that I feel like... It, while you get a little bit of that in the big building, you don't necessarily get as much of that closeness and intimacy with the fans. How much of that do you guys love about not only playing these last two games against Tormenta and Orlando, but but also being able to connect the, with the fans in a more uh, personal way, as it were? Yeah, uh, I actually I agree with you. I really like playing at the Sportsplex, especially like the midweek games, because the atmosphere is really good, you know, um, especially like you see some MLS teams playing in their home stadiums and it's pretty empty. Um, mm-hmm. So I think us playing at a smaller venue raises the level and, you know, raises the atmosphere because it's sold out and it's it's pretty loud on the field as well. Um, but like you said, it's it's also a really cool opportunity for the fans and for us as well to meet them because there's not as many people there. You have more uh, chances to see them and talk to them and sign autographs. So I think I think it is a really unique experience for us and and for the fans and I honestly think it's a great place for the Open Cup games for Charlotte and I hope next round we get a play at home again because I think we're doing really well at the Sportsplex and uh, it's a really cool uh, place for me and the other guys to play at so yeah. Obviously, with the yellow card suspensions for Enzo Capetti and Derek Jones, there are going to need to be some changes going into the weekend. Like I said before, your name could be the one that's called upon there uh, if you're walking into Christian Latanzio's office and he asks you, why do you think you should be called upon in the starting 11? What would be your answer to him? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, like I said, like um, I'm always, uh, I'm always ready whenever the, the team needs me. If that's from the start or from the bench, you know, I'll always be ready. Um, I show up to training, work hard. Um, I think when I've gotten my opportunities this year, I've been good. I think last night I was good. Um, but always, you know, room to improve. So 
I, like I said, when, whenever the team needs me, I'll be ready and every day show up, work hard and just wait for your opportunities. So if the team needs me off the bench, if the team needs you to start, I'll be ready. But most importantly is the team wins and I'll do whatever to help the team. I know that you've taken on a bit of a mentorship role for Hamadi Diop. I know we saw Hamadi last night uh, feature for the first time with the first team. What did you think of the way that he played? And and obviously, uh, when we got the chance to talk to him after the contest, he showed some great maturity and, and, and competence of his role. I know that uh, he thinks that uh, there are multiple roles that he can play on this team going forward. Uh, I feel like last night was a good night for the young man from Clemson. Yeah, I think uh, I think Hamadi played well. You know, um, I think he's been waiting for his opportunity. You know, he didn't hasn't played much this season. Um, he's played a bit with Legacy and he's done well. And you know, Hamadi's a great player. And I just kind of told him, you know, be patient, be ready for your chance because I know how good he is. And when he got his chance last night, he did well and he showed he showed his qualities. So for him, it's just about you know being ready when the team needs him when they call on him. And I think we can trust him. Like last night, we saw he was playing a great opposition to an MLS opposition Orlando and he showed that he was at the level and did and did really well so for him it's just about keep going keep working hard and he'll get his opportunities because we'll need him down the line no you mentioned uh legacy I know you were in Huntsville and uh, I've seen you uh, supporting the boys out there at uh, at the Plex as well. Uh, that team is going really, really well right now. Six victories after the opening uh, overtime defeat, or I should say penalty spot defeat, if you will, the way that uh, the terminology goes for that. I still don't think we have the uh, proper terminology in terms of the way that we talk about that. But uh, yeah. top of the table in MLS Next Pro, uh, what are your thoughts on on Coach Tavares' team? They've been uh, really, really fun to watch over the course of their first seven contests. Yeah, uh they have been fun to watch. They have they have a lot of good players. Um, I think, you know, a lot of guys from our team that drop down and play and then a lot of guys that are signed to them. They're very exciting. They have a lot of good young prospects coming up. And, yeah, Coach Tavares is good. Uh, I played one game for him this year, like you said, in Hudsville. And, yeah, he's good. He, he really helps the players. He demands hard work. He, he lets the players be free. So I think they're building something special down there. And I love to go watch the guys play and support them because it's it's fun for me to watch my friends and – and, you know, they're the same club and same part of the family. So it's, it's, it's been really cool to see them do so well. And I, I hope that they can continue this and they probably will. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's a pretty cool, unique uh, experience for them and I hope that they'll win the league, but, but yeah, it's been cool to see. How, having played for the two head coaches, this is not meant to put you on the spot or get you in trouble with either, but, but how are they similar? How are they different? Uh, that's an interesting question. Um, Hmm. How would it put me on the spot a little bit? Uh, I mean, they're similar, right? Like they both work for the club. Um, they both kind of have similar ideologies, ideologies. I think I said that right. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the, it's just different, right? Like it's like a second team versus a first team. Um, I would say like in the first team, it's more tactical, you know, um, everything is pretty like structured and because you're playing like really good oppositions as as a second team more it's like it's about developing players individually kind of helping them get ready for the first team level so I think there's just I mean it's kind of two different things like as a first team head coach and a second team head coach you know so I don't really know like they're both great coaches and I and I like playing for both of them a lot so um, I think the club has two great two great guys on their hands to to lead this club forward and develop top players. What is a player from that league? Again, I, I'm speaking to you as somebody who is a first teamer, well in trend, who went down, assisted with those guys. But but what does it take for somebody who 
say has been playing for that team the entire year, if they get the call, whether it's on a one day loan or somebody who is uh, not necessarily featured at the first team MLS level, what does it take for somebody at that MLS next pro level to feature for the first team in your mind, what would you tell them in terms of what you need to bring to the table in terms of making sure that they find themselves as a, as somebody who belongs with that first team when they get up there? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think for me, it's like if you're doing well in the second team and, uh, and you're, you know, you're learning the ideas about the club and you're playing the way they want, like, all you got to do is come into the first team, be confident, play your game because, you know, everyone's good enough. If you're playing at that level and doing well, you're good enough. So my advice would just be like come into the team, be confident in your abilities, listen to coach, work hard and good things will come. And I think like like I said before, if if you work hard every day and you try to learn as much as you can as a young player and be confident in your abilities, but also learn from the older guys and learn from the coaches every day, then it'll set you up for success. And I think that would be my biggest thing. We have to talk about your upset victory over Ben Bender in the <laughs> Harris Teeter yeah. food challenge, the, uh, uh, the Chopped-esque food challenge. Um, <laughs> I, I, Having watched it, and watched it a couple of times, <laughs> yeah. I, I have to say, I, game recognizes game. You did a really good job. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get to taste the food, but I, I have to imagine that uh, as victories go, that one probably sits pretty big for you because we've all known about about Big Ben's uh, cooking prowess. Yeah, I was pretty happy with myself. Um, yeah, going in, I was like, I had kind of had that underdog mentality, but in my head, I was like, I don't think I'm going to win because, you know, Ben cooks a lot. But I just kept it kind of simple, you know, like I didn't want to go over the top with it. And I think Ben maybe tried to do a little too much. But mm. but yeah, Ben Ben's a great chef. He cooks for me a lot. So I can't say, can't say anything bad, but... But he yeah. made tacos and you made uh I I made tacos and he made uh, like right. a English omelet or something. Yeah, he, oh yeah, he was trying to do like a French omelet too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so he got so way I, too he got way too tentacle. Breakfast tacos, I mean, for me. I mean, yeah. that's that's the one thing having lived, you know, in the American South and Southwest, uh I, it's one thing I haven't found yet in Charlotte. I have not I know El Toro Bruto's got some. Yeah. But outside of that man? place that's I, I've I, not found good uh, breakfast tacos yet. That's one at Residence Culture, right? Yeah. Yeah, that taco place is pretty good. Yeah, I've been there too. But yeah, no, Ben. Ben's a great chef, and I was a bit surprised uh, that I beat him. But I'll take the win. And I mean, I can cook. It's just I cook often, but yeah. Yeah. We'll have to get some breakfast tacos together. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to try it out. So. Uh, there, there is one other thing. I saw this. They actually featured this this morning on uh, the CBS Sports Galasso show, uh, Morning Footy. They were featuring your outfit from Saturday's contest as uh, one of their feature outfits. Uh, if it's if it's the two of us, as you're watching on the video, uh, how would you grade your fit with the uh, with the pullover sweatshirt uh, with the heart on it? And uh, I think those are cargo pants. Yeah, yeah cargo. It's a European look. It's a really European look. Um, I actually got those cargo pants in Spain when I was over there in the summer. And then that um, sweater is from uh, Paris. Paris, yeah. So, so. Basically, basically what you're saying is you are ahead of everybody else. Is what no, <laughs> no, not say that. But I just say it's a it's a European-inspired outfit. So I think, I think I was happy with it. I think it came out pretty good. But, but yeah, 
That was I, one I also my... love the the Louis uh, <laughs> the, the Louis bag. I mean, that's I think that completes the fit, does it not? Yeah, yeah, I think so too. But it's so funny, like how many people ask me, like, what that little bag is. You know, I'm like, it's holding all the essentials, everything you need. So what is, what is in that bag? Now I have to ask. Hmm. Uh, my deodorant, uh, my cologne, my toothbrush, um, fingernail clippers, um, my razor so yeah everything that i would need my toothbrush i think yeah so you, you put cologne on the pitch uh before before i go and then after so really okay yeah i i never i i wouldn't know you know i'm just asking well, i do it like before i leave for the game and then after i shower after the game then I'll okay do it. okay i get i i'm not i'm not like putting it on right before uh I mean, that'd be, that'd be some, that'd be some weird, you know, that'd be some weird warfare kind of being, you know, get out there and be, put something that, you know, like from the movie Anchorman where the guy's got the, uh, <laughs> the cologne that smells like pure gasoline out there. Maybe it could be a way to distract an opponent or something. No, <laughs> nah, just trying to smell good, but, but yeah, so yeah, that, that fit was uh, decent, but I'm definitely better dressed than I was last year. So happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> who, who best and worst dressed on the team? Oh, best. Mm, I would say I like Derek Jones that's comes the, in with some nice fits. That's uh, the guy that I always feel. He, I, that's the answer to the question I always get is DJ. DJ always has yeah. something going on. I would say I like Ashley's fits too. He's very like, I would say like if you type in like English professional soccer player, like Ashley comes up, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but he's pretty, I like his dress, uh, the way he dresses. Worst dress. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I'm not gonna say anyone. Everyone. Oh come on! I thought Kalina had an interesting fit last game. Yes, I was gonna ask you about Kalina's. He he wore the uh, basically the combat uh, motorcycle sweat uh, vest. Basically, (laughs) the motorcycle vest. I liked. I mean, it was interesting because it was it was a bit different than everyone. So I like that he came in with his own unique uh, his own unique way. When you're the starting goalkeeper, no one can mess with you like that, right? No, nobody can. But but yeah, he came in. Um, he came in with a good fit. So definitely, so I like this. But La- lastly, yeah. for you, uh, just kind of lay down what you feel like are some of your goals uh, for this week as you uh, look in the first, last two days of training and uh, get yourself ready for uh, what can be going on uh, this upcoming weekend in the Big A. Yeah, um, you know, I I think for me, it's just. Right. Like, like I said, I, I don't know if I'll, um, I'll start or come off the bench, like you said, but it's just going in there with the mentality of when I get my opportunity to come in and do well and, and do the things I do well to help the team. So I think that is kind of it, you know, being ready and being confident. I think for me, it's like I've already played more MLS and first team games this year than I did the whole last year. Um, so I think it's about building confidence for me and keep going because, you know, la- last night I showed like, we played versus an MLS opponent and I started from the start and, and I felt I was right there and I'm confident and I know that I can play at that level. So it's just about keep going every day and, and be ready. But definitely this week. And I think as a team, we're ready to get the three points. We're ready to go into Atlanta and, and, um, and show them what we're about and, you know, hopefully keep giving these fans uh, something to cheer about. And I think we're going in the right direction as a club, like you said. A lot of dudes always talk about the game slowing down. Do, do you feel like, that's something that's that's the case for you. And what what do you mean slowing down? Like, uh, like, as, like as you as you play more, like the game in front of you is yeah. feels slower. I just uh, yeah. I mean, I think too is like 
you know, when you first start playing in like these games, you're a bit like more nervous and tense and you feel like mm-hmm. it's going to be a bit faster. But I feel like it's pretty similar, you know, like as long as you're confident and you're in the right positions. And like you said, it, it kind of feels like you're in the game more and you're you it's not as fast. Like the more you play, the less like fast it is and you're more at the level. Um, but yeah, so I think I've been feeling good. And um, last night was was a good little run out. And we had some of the younger guys play as well, which was good. All right, pal. Go get three points. Safe yep. ride to Atlanta. We'll see you down there. Thanks, Will, for having me on. I appreciate it. That is Chris Hagar, Charlotte FC midfielder. Don't forget, we will be on the air from Atlanta Saturday at 7 o'clock, 7.39, first kick. Jessica Charman and I will be bringing you a podcast tomorrow to preview that. Thank you so much for listening to Crown Corner.